everyone, welcome to our podcast, Coffee, Tea, and Wine. This show is about us creating a space to talk about things that we love from TV shows to movies, lifestyle, and culture. I'm your host, Chels, and this is Nikki. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee, Tea, and Wine podcast. This week, what episode are we on? 12? 12. Episode 12, y'all. We getting there. <laughs> um, can we just like this is just how I feel. Can we just cut off Florida from the mainland and just set them sail? Because like <laughs> I feel like every year they do something that people are constantly reminded why they don't need to be a part of this. <laughs> First of all, before we get into all that, how are you? Let me check in with my black friend. <laughs> Your girl's okay. Could be better, but you know, hanging in there. I know. Um, I'm here. You know what's funny? Every time I'm at work and people are like, "How are you?" I'm like, "I'm here," <laughs> and that's all I got for you. <laughs> I'm just here. Glad I made it in because that's that's the most I can do right now. I made it to work. Exactly. Are you drinking anything special, regular? Nothing at the moment. So you're going to have a whole podcast without drinking anything? Mm-hmm. You know it's called coffee, tea, and wine, right? Can I Can I just have a moment to just chill? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll give the I'll give you this one. Um, I'm I'm not even drinking anything like coffee, tea, or wine. I'm on my health kick, so I'm drinking just juiced apple and ginger that I made yesterday. So that's me right now. Um, yeah. So we're spiking. We are spiking. Not surprised. So the states that are in trouble right now is Florida. Texas, Arizona? Mm-hmm. California. Yeah, right? California as well. Um, yeah, so I've been saying summer in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And the thing is, just like, granted, New York is in phase two. We are, they want to attempt phase three, but they're scaling back indoor dining now. And I think it's the same thing in Jersey. Yeah. And I'm just like, but why are people so eager to be in a close space with a whole bunch of people? You know what I mean? Like you pass a restaurant, you see that it's full and you're like, you know what? Let me add one more to it. What? Yeah, that I don't, I don't get that either. Because if you, I guess because not everyone can do the outdoor dining. So the indoor dining would cater to those that aren't able to make the space for that. Because remember, they're losing money too. So it's all about money at this point. But now they're going to have to take a step back again. Right. I I heard Harlem was, you know, up to all types of shenanigans. Oh, Ain't that the regular? Like, ain't that the status quo? Let me stop. But, um, <laughs> I mean, am I like, <laughs> not really. But it, 
yeah, it's crazy. It's really, it really is crazy that, you know, you and I have been talking about, like, it will go back up. And to actually see it happen is just like, wow. And I, but honestly, I was thinking more like, you know, September, October, but for it to like even just start now, it's just crazy. And it's so crazy how the tables have turned too. Cause you remember when Florida was like, no one from New York can't come to us now. Mm -hmm. Like y'all can't come to us either. Don't try to escape and come up North. We don't want you. Exactly. Stay in your respectable states and stop bringing stuff over. Cause I think, I heard on the news that a girl graduated. Yes, and in your in in Westchester again. So that was what caused one of the the spikes for us too. When the lawyer was from the lawyer from New Rochelle, when he, you know, right, passed it on to so many people. So I'm hoping that it's not another situation like that. But I'm hearing that whoever was in attendance at that party. Some of them knew that they had it and they still went. It was a party. It was the graduation. It was like a graduation party. I thought it was because what I heard was she went to Florida, came back, went to graduation. Mm -hmm. You know, one of those outdoor graduation, but there's, you know, with, between the, having the whole class there and their families, there's not that much social dis distancing. Mm -hmm. And a few people there got it. And of course, it's going to be more than few. Once people who were there hears about it and they go and get tested, you're going to have like a lot more people positive for it. I'm just like, anybody who goes to Florida and come back, don't come near me. I don't know. Like, we were having a discussion about like, how are they getting the numbers? Because my thing is, if you go get tested and you test for the antibodies, don't they add that too? You know, I don't know. Because that's that's something that I was thinking to myself because you got exposed at some point. Yeah. So you were positive, but mm -hmm. you just didn't show any symptoms. So my thing is, are they counting that as well? Because like I'm saying, a lot more people are getting tested now. So the numbers are going to be a lot more greater than it was before. It was whoever was going to the hospital. Right was getting tested and if you were showing symptoms you would go to the um, those testing sites and going to the testing sites was very difficult so yep. that's why I'm like are these numbers even accurate from day one because and then you have to think about all those other people too that had come to the hospital prior to like the um the spike in the corona cases that didn't get tested but probably were sick because i told you that there was somebody that they that had like a latent um phase of it so mm -hmm. they had tested her for it she didn't have any symptoms they they ruled it out to be something else only to find out that she was actually positive this whole entire time I definitely believe that the numbers are higher than what they actually are but like mm -hmm. you said like they're going to go up because people are going to go get tested. And the more people get tested, of course, the higher the numbers. But at the end of the day, people have it. And you just got to be cautious. Like, mm -hmm. even today, I'm like, I'm sorry. I get annoyed when I see people in masks and it's not covering their nose. I'm just like, do you know how the respiratory system works? Like, do you understand how this works? 
but that's why some people have that's why people i see a lot of people checking them though like especially if they're coming to speak to them they're like you know i'm not gonna talk to you unless you put the mask fully over your face which is which is out of respect for me and you because but you know i get what you're saying i see it all the time too as long as you as long as you're not coming in my face i'm (laughs) good because if you do i'm gonna straight check you for it oh i've checked a few people with it um at work at least i don't do it when i'm really out and about because Mm -hmm. trying to fight nobody yeah but when i'm at work i definitely check like patients and stuff because i'm just like I know you're hot and I know it's hard to breathe, but at the same time, like, I'm going to need you to pull that above your nose. All right? All right. <laughs> um, they they all want to talk about they can't breathe in it properly. Girl, but yeah, did you see the inside, video that was going around on IG and Twitter of the white Karen? Yeah, I think it was in Trader Joe's talking about, oh, the reason why I'm not wearing one is because I have a respiratory issue. Then your ass don't really don't need to be out here. You do not need to be out if you have a respiratory issue, ma'am. Why are you out in a respiratory pandemic? Huh? And two, if you can't breathe or if you have um, respiratory issues, you are breathing quite well to be yelling at everybody and to be working yourself up. Okay, because this much energy you put you putting in, you have been struggling right now. So, ma'am, stop it. Stop. Hmm. You look crazy these people these people oh, like my mother would have said gotta come <laughs> God been coming God been coming it's, a matter, it's just a matter of when <laughs> every time I be thinking like are we the leftovers you ever watch that show I know the show but I never watched it it was like you know, people people were dis- disappearing because it was kind of like to do with like the rapture. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of state. It, it's confusing. But it's like, that's how I, I'm picturing it. Like, are we the leftovers? And uh, the people already I, got caught up in the rapture. I hope not because I can't be left over in this. No, I'm not. I doing can't be left over either. I don't want to be suffering on the earth as according <laughs> to a revelation says for how many years. Just listen, I cannot. I absolutely cannot. <laughs> Please. Oh my God. Girl, why did you just give me that visual? Because it's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so did you um so the BT Awards was this weekend, but before I, I we talk about that, I wanna talk about um Marseille Martin, you know my spirit animal. Diane, you you used to call me Diane. I did. I yes. Um. <laughs> so I guess uh, people were coming for her on Twitter because of like the wig she had on, and mm-hmm. I guess how how her teeth were. But she it looked like she only had Invisalign. So you know when you have Invisalign, you kind of talk slightly different. Girl, I know, I know. Oh, we I know you know. <laughs> That's why I was I saw the tweet though. I saw it and I was like, girl, don't pay people no mind. You give me a shit right, which <laughs> which your um your trays from your Invisalign. They don't know the struggle, but right. But I'm just the the first thing that annoyed me is like homegirls like twelve. Why are you exactly? Her? That's a child. Like leave these kids alone. Like argue with a grown up, right? I'm like, you that bored, or you really have nothing to do to like troll this girl. And then when she did her video, 
Like she put me through like an emotional roller coaster. I know she was joking though. I I was just waiting for the the comic relief of the whole <laughs> thing. Like, no, but for, what, when I saw her, I didn't know what happened. So I was just like, mm. what happened? And then when she did that whole like you know fake tears, and then she had, and I, and I actually thought she was asking for tissue. And when I saw the hundred dollar bill, I was like, my girl. <laughs> Round of applause. That's how you do it. I was like, I wish I could cry in a hundred dollars right now. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just like, these people, they really have nothing better to do. And I was just like, that's how you do it. You like, yes, while you still struggling on a daily basis, I have a hundred dollars I can spare to cry in. Like, really? They don't got nothing better to do. Everybody got time now. And, and but no one has restraint. There's there have been so many times like I've been on social media and I've been on Twitter and I would like start typing my opinion on something because you know me I could get really snarky at times and something will like check me like and I'd be like nah let me not do that and I erase it and then I go about my day and it's like why doesn't everyone have this internal check to be like you know what I'm gonna leave that alone it's an opinion of mine i'm not gonna say you know what i mean it's just like because once again it's like everybody feel like social media you have to expose everything about yourself or be all the way vulnerable all the time i don't know like people don't use it people don't use it correctly not at all i i just i just She's a kid. I mean, she's, I obviously she's, you know, a lot more grown than the average kid because of the type of industry that she's in. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she's still a kid. Like, yeah. come on. I, I didn't, I wouldn't be arguing with no 12 year old. Exactly. Especially a 12 year old is making way more money than I am. She's making <laughs> money while I sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to be that 12 year old. <laughs> In all honesty. <laughs> Listen, her and that little kid from the YouTube channel that be um reviewing toys. Now Listen, got now don't, got don't upset my spirit right now. You hear me? <laughs> all I remember is that meme they're like, while you like went to school struggling <laughs> to get your degree, you have you have what? How old is he? Like I don't think he's like past ten. Mm. And he's like a millionaire. Reviewing toys. It's all good. I ain't knocking y'all paper. <laughs> um, so Jada Kiss and Fabulous are um versus tonight. Are you watching it? It starts at seven, no? It starts that early? I thought I saw seven or eight. Um, I I don't want to. I just know people was compl- I just know people was complaining about the time, like on a Monday, like right, like on Monday. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. Oh, to be honest, the only song I'm trying to hear is "Fabulous" and "Tamia Into You." Give me that song, and I'm I'm good. See, I'm low key a Fabulous fan, so even though he's been real problematic. Since the whole Emily situation, but you know, problematic. She still, yeah. she still married him, so that's none of my business. 
it's none of my business. She's still marrying. Girl's pregnant now for him with baby number three. Mm. So that's there. You cross the bed. Oh, it's 8 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Aside from that, he's like probably one of my favorite rappers. Like as a lyricist, all his soul tapes, I religiously listen to I'm gonna ask a random her. question. I'm gonna ask a random question. I'm pretty sure I know the answers to this. He still have a chipped tooth? No, he um he fixed he been fixed his tooth okay. a couple years now. Okay, okay. I don't know. Every time somebody talks about fabulous in my head all I see is a chipped tooth. <laughs> that's all I that's all I remember. That was like the early phases, but nah he fixed his tooth he's and he's a he's a nice dresser he's always been no, fashionable no. i can't lie he's always put together always put together i told you i saw him did i tell you i saw him the other day i, I, I saw him when i went to um philippe's no yes yeah, oh i thought i saw i thought i told you i saw him he was there and i knew it was him and i and the person I was with was like, nah, that's not fab. No, he does like fab don't dress like that. And I was like, what are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> I was like, that's fabulous. I was like, that's him. He's trying to be low key. Cause he came, he didn't like he came in after hours. Mm-hmm. Cause they were about they were probably about to close. And it was like during restaurant week. So we were there kind of late. And then I seen the person walk in and I, and they were like, check their Instagram. I was like, if you know these celebrities, they're not gonna post where they are at, at the moment. In the moment, so give it to like a few days. Lo and behold, the next day he posted it, and I was like, "Hmm, wasn't this the outfit?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I saw him. Like I saw him, and I saw. I think no, I think I texted you when I saw Tariq because from Power, you but did. you don't watch it, yeah. <laughs> And I was sitting right next to him. And I was like, the whole time I was mad. Because I was like, this, like, acting like, you know, this is a real person. His character is a real person. <laughs> so I was like, calm down, Jaleesa. This is a fictional character. <laughs> the boy is living his life with his little homies. Let him enjoy his meal and go about his business. You wanted to <laughs> knock him out, didn't you? I was, just, girl, I, the, the amount of time I rolled my <laughs> Roll my eye, like, ugh. come on, like this nigga. <laughs> but yeah, that I, I saw him like this was like probably around January, yeah, oh, before Re- winter, <laughs> before outside yeah. closed. Yeah, winter restaurant week. I don't think we're gonna have a summer restaurant. <laughs> That's definitely not happening. Okay. That's definitely not happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably watch the the recap. But I don't think I'm gonna stay up to watch it. Nah, I'm definitely watching it. And I mean, Jada Kiss is cool. You know, he from Yonkers. <laughs> I'm from Yonkers. Gotta rep- represent for Yonkers too. But I'm, but I'm more of a Fab fan. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the BT Awards was this weekend. I just want to think. BT. I don't want no more live shows. <laughs> because I didn't watch the whole thing last night, but I did get an opportunity today to see parts of it. And the production value in each person's performance mm-hmm. was 
top notch. Like I didn't even see it. Meg the Stallion. Meg Meg the Stallion's performance didn't even look like it looked like it was a music video. Like they need to just cut yeah. it and like release it as a music video because it looked like a straight yeah. music video. I saw some of Beyonce's dancers in her um as her backup dancers. Her whole performance, and I don't know. If, hopefully, people know this movie, Mad Max, with Tina Turner, mm-hmm. like them in the desert. I was getting that whole Mad Max vibe. From who, Meg Thee Stallion? Yeah, the the way it was oh. set up, because you know Mad Max is like set up in a desert, and there's a lot oh. of feathers and the costume and stuff like that. Everything is like black and leather. Trust me, if you ever watch Mad Max, you will see like the correlation of how it just like physically. I know, I know what you, I know what you mean. No, because you said Beyonce, so I was like, what? Oh, jump from Meg to Beyonce. No, no, no. So. I was saying she has some of Beyonce's dancers. Oh, okay, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but it. Listen, Meg, I need to know what are you using to lubricate those knees? <laughs> she's just she young and she nah, dances a lot. Nah, okay. Okay, she's like, you know, she's like 24. The dancing part, yes, but I'm telling you, I just want to be able to bend down and pick up a piece of paper without my knees talking. She's mad young, she she looks old, but I think she's like 24. That's true, that's true. But I think when I was 24, my knees are starting to talk because you probably wasn't moving like how she was moving all the time. Yo, she dances a lot, yeah, that's true. I just want to be able to throw it back just at least 10% (laughs) of what she did. Oh, no, God. she was cutting up. I can't even lie. I was just like, oh, she's 25. Girl in the prime of her life. <laughs> she was cutting up. I, yo, her, whoever did her choreography, um, whoever was part of set design, like the whole night, her performance was, you could tell how she's grown mm-hmm. in, in her stage presence and stuff, like, and whoever is backing her budget didn't spare a point um her performance was solid and i loved it i i was actually really proud to see hers same thing with chloe and hallie listen park wood is just throwing them money mm. right like even before the bt awards they've had what two or three other performances they've done in their backyard on their tennis court yo that whatever they paid for that tennis court is <laughs> worth every dime. It is literally it has been the MVP throughout this whole quarantine because that tennis court has seen has more performances than tennis happening. I'm pretty sure. Um even their set design last night, like you can see the investment that Beyonce has put in these two. And it's so like cool and great to see Hold them up. what happened sir performed who and i missed it yes sir performed <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking at the lineup and i was like wait hold up i see sir here <laughs> yeah he, he performed um it's so cool to i've been knowing knowing chloe and Hallie since they were on youtube when they're like mad young and mm-hmm. just to see them now it's just like they're coming, they're a force to be reckoned with. Like they're not going nowhere. Like Beyonce has really nurtured them. You can tell that she has put in the the time and the effort to make them who they are now. You can mm-hmm. Parkwood is not sparing a single dime. Like their whole set setup was on point. 
And I'm telling you, I know for a fact, whoever edited Beyonce's Coachella performance edited, edited their performance last night. There was a scene where they were dancing and they were in like their white outfit and their black outfit. And it's, and you know when on Coachella when like a beat drop and the her whole outfit would change into the next color? Mm-hmm. They did that with mm. their outfits going to black and white. And I was just like, you see? You see? <laughs> you see what happens when you got dedication, hours of rehearsals, and a good edit person? <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Their their performance was solid. Um, I kind of got almost TLC vibes. Not in like the the way they sung, but it's just like in their outfits. There was something about the outfits that gave me like, because you know, TLC always wore like different styles that no one else was wearing. So they gave mm-hmm. me that type of vibe. Um, your girl, Summer Walker and us the same together. <laughs> she said my girl, Summer Walker. Summer Walker is your girl. Is she not your girl? Of course she's my girl. Okay. I'm just checking. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at it like what what was I doing yesterday like cuz I this was a good lineup of some of the artists that they had. I would I wouldn't mind seeing her. I wouldn't mind of course I wouldn't mind seeing Sir. I I saw the Meg the Stallion on um performance on the Shade Room. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind have seen those people. No, nah, their their lineup was solid and what I think too is because everybody's performance was either pre-done, I don't know if they were live, but like already mm-hmm. done and recorded, you you didn't have those hiccups that you would have when the shows were live, right? Yeah. Everybody only had to worry about themselves. They didn't have to worry about going over time into somebody's set. There's, there's not too many things going on in the background that BET has to worry about. Everybody, you just queued up the next performance. And you can see that, like I said, the budget for people's performance was definitely there. Um, it, I I, it was I just better. And I appreciate Amanda Steele. Amanda Steele hosted. I just need to know Amanda. Girl, where did you find the time to change after every single commercial? And were you live or that was pre-done? Because I don't have the energy. I was tired just looking at you, knowing that you had to change. So I'm <laughs> trying to figure out. I don't think she was live because there's no way. Absolutely no way. Because Homegirl literally changed every, for like almost every performance and every moment she had to like have like, you know, did a speech or whatever. Like she changed and her outfits were cute. How did they do, like, the, when, you know, they were giving out awards? How did they, how did they present that? They just showed each person and then announced the winner and then have that person talk live when they got their award? I think so, because when Meg won, it looked like she was live. So I think, because I don't think they would ask everybody, oh, just send us a recording of you being as the winner, just in case. I would be mad. Because I was wondering about the same thing too because I'm just like if it's a situation where you learn that you've won probably minutes before or you know in advance so that you could prepare yourself for a speech because it's not 
in in the in the vicinity or whatever. So they're Where you're the not in the um, auditorium. So I don't yeah. know. Um, that's a thought. To be honest, I'm I'm really not sure, but like I said, it seems to me like the winners' reply was a lie. But at the same time, if you're in different parts of the country in a different time zone, how would all of that really work? So, to be honest, I don't know. Um, but overall, I don't have any complaints with this year's BT Awards. I really low-key feel like, oh, y'all just need to put in the budget to do it virtually every year because it, it was solid. It was really solid. There was no complaints to be had. The only if I would if I would nitpick and find a complaint, it would just be the sound with Amanda Seals. But with that being said, I know she was home doing her part. And mm-hmm. it's only so much you can do in somebody's home with the sound if they're not in studio. Yeah. So like you can't even knock her or knock BT for that. It is what it is at this point. We're in a whole pandemic. So outside of that, it it was a it was a really a solid it was a really solid show. And BT did that. Like good job, y'all. Good job. Um they showed us a sneak peek of the Aretha Franklin trailer. Jennifer Hudson, I know she can sing, but girl, you can sing. Who who's playing her? Jennifer Hudson. Oh, I'm not surprised. I don't think I could see anybody else playing that. Same. Role. And then Marlon Marlon Wayne's. I didn't even know he was in it. So I'm actually really intrigued to see this movie. I I I always was supportive of um Jennifer Hudson playing her. I was like, okay, that's a given. And two, I'm not worried about the vocals. I I'm, first of all, I'm not worried about the vocals or the acting. The girl can act and the girl can sing. Let's be mm-hmm. serious. Never had a problem with her. So um, I think it's going to be a solid movie, hands down. I really am not going to go into watching it worried about the acting and stuff like that. Same. So did you get to watch The Shy? Yeah, I watched it today. How did you feel about episode two? It was a lot going on, especially with the whole, like, them trying to find Keisha situation. I'm just like, what What time does the mom go to work that she doesn't know she was missing for two days? Right. But they went on their honeymoon. Honeymoon. But so it seems like she's been gone since the Sunday. two days that they were off. Sunday? Because I think her brother said the last time she he saw her was Sunday because she was supposed to go to a party. What does the mom do? I really don't know what the mom does to know if. Yeah, I don't remember. I they might have mentioned it, but probably it just went over my head. But I don't. I know the 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 wife that her partner works at the post office. Hold on, I wonder if they still keep in that storyline because we know this is not the same one. <laughs> I did say I was gonna watch, but I forgot. And I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna watch sometime either. Actually, tonight I'm gonna find a way to like skim through them to watch it tonight. Just to it's see. most likely in the first season. It's definitely in the first season because I'm like, this is not Homegirl. This this is not her. 
feel I feel bad for I forgot his name. The guy that killed Kogi. Oh, because people can't stand him? Yeah, and it's almost like I mean, I that's what happens when you kill a kid. Like you kill oh, someone. No, no, I do not I'm feel not, bad for him. I get that aspect of it. I'm talking about the fact that he's still there. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I would leave town. You have nowhere you're li- You lost your house. Yeah, you know. How did that his- even happen? Because probably when the, the remember, didn't they, they try to, like, con the, the grandmother out of getting it? Or right. Something like so probably when she got in the hospital, I don't know, something probably happened. He wasn't paying it or she wasn't paying it. I don't know. I don't feel like that was the case. I almost felt like it. She owned it, and they were trying to buy her out. I don't know, but it was that looked like some type of notice right. that was on there? So I don't know. And it looked run down, like it. Nobody has been there for a long time. So, but I feel like I feel like they just. They didn't do a continuation of what happened with him because I remember him. Right, because I feel like time has passed with him, and I'm just like, what? Wait, hold on. I know you, you guys gonna kill off. What's his name? Um, Brandon. Brandon. But how much time has passed? Because it seems like between the mom getting beat up and going, the grandmother getting beat up and going into the hospital, and now it was like. Were you not home to like clean up after, or you just got kicked out? Yeah, and then he was he was going to the the mosque with Common. Common. So and it looked like things were going a little bit better for him, even though some people kind of knew. But rem- oh, remember, remember he was going out with Emmett's mom, and that night he got real drunk, right, and acted out of character, and I I felt like he just relapsed. So he probably just went on a binge after that and they're just looking at it like, you know, he, he probably did neglect the house and that's why it's in the state that it is. Because I, I, rem- I really remember him getting real drunk and she kicked him out and he went to go in his car. I think he sat in his car the night. So I was just like, damn, he's just not going to catch a break, which I which I understand. But it's almost like every time when I see somebody do something bad, and they're trying to redeem themselves. I feel like I'm not saying that people should be quick to forgive them, but give them the opportunity to do the work. Girl, your heart is so soft. It's cute. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> she said it's so cute. But like like I said, if they're doing the work. <laughs> he ain't doing the work. The nigga is he drinking. Was doing the He's work. not he doing was. the work. Nigga is drinking one. He Two, he literally the left the liquor store, the, the bar, and was like, oh, I'm done. But and then goes because... outside and pulls out a bottle out of his back pocket. Yes, yes, that happened because of what's going on. Like, there's only so much you can take as a person. Stop making it seem like if you're getting beat down. Every time he tries, it's like, Every time there's a glimmer of hope somewhere, it's like he just gets knocked back down. You gonna fall back into that habit? It's like he has nobody. And the one person that looked like she, she was kind of gonna be there for him. He messed it up. He messed it up with her. He messed it up with the kid's mom, because it's like she's just out of it at this point. You lost your son. You're grieving. The last thing you need now is to like deal with this drunk man and his problems. So I just feel like he's just. He's just having 
the worst. He's like 2020. 2020 every day. He's literally the visual of 2020. <laughs> I just like every time I see him, I'm just like, it's like I'm I'm just tired of either seeing him go through this or he just needs to leave town. Like right. Cause because it's it's not benefiting you anyway. At least his his friends is still chilling with him. The other two guys, they still chilling. They got nothing better to do. All they do is smoke and drink too. <laughs> But but they got a house though. That's true. They got some places to live. <laughs> but why are they chilling with him at a homeless, like in the home, like tent city? Because they remember they tent dropped city. him home, and they were like, "Okay, let's like play cards or whatever." They <laughs> dropped him home. <laughs> they were like, "You living here?" But that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're talking about him, his living condition, but yet y'all out there playing cards. Because they just chilled with him. Like they dropped him off, and they was like, "Let's chill." But homeboy. Look like he's like famous there because that's what I'm about to say. Everybody was calling his name. Everybody out here leaves my past life. I was like, maybe that's why he don't mind because this is the only place he's accepted. That has to be it. That's literally the only place it seems like he is accepted. Oh, and his name is Ronnie. I had to look it up because I was like, we keep talking about him and I can't. I can't (laughs) remember his name. Um. So let's get on to Emmett. So, okay, Emmett, Emmett, my my dude, love you. Love the energy you're trying to like get this business up and running for Brandon. I love that you're putting an effort, but sir, if somebody hires you to cater an event, and first of all, they the amount of food he even ordered didn't look like he could even feed half them people. I was just like, You want to get one tray of chicken? What is that supposed to do? It's a small baby shower. What no, that was more people than that. So everybody like, not eat chicken, and then I'm just like. You ordered from places that are very, it seemed like that are very Common. famous, famous in their in that town where people like, okay, if I want refried beans, I'm gonna go here. If I want this type of chicken, I'm gonna definitely go here. So when people start eating it, they're like, we know it's almost like you buying Popeye's chicken and taking it and talking about I I fried this and I'm like, nah, this is Popeye's. Even though I know somebody that actually did that, <laughs> really. Yeah, they bought they bought the Popeye's chicken and put it in them tin, those foils, those trays, those foil uh-huh. trays, and bought it to a barbecue. Or was they trying to pass it off as theirs? Yes. <laughs> they and they said they do it all the time. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't. She's like, I don't got time. I don't, she's like, I got kids. I don't got time. But the point, okay, I get food. that. You don't have time, but you can be like, yo, I just picked up some Popeye's. I, and I put, put no, it all in this one. So I'm much. not going to pass it off as mine because Popeye's has a distinct taste. Maybe they like, damn, she know how to make the Popeye's <laughs> I'm mad. <gasps> I am. That's hilarious. So when Emmett did that, I was like, Emmett, you weren't smart. How are you going to like try to pass off other people's food as yours when it's obviously you ordered from places that people know? Clearly <sighs> not thinking. He just wants the money and I get it, but I almost feel like he's not as focused as he was before because he's he too is grieving because Brandon was kind he was kind of like his apprentice. Right. And I'm just like, did you not pick up any of the culinary skills? Definitely because right. or you just going through whatever you're going through right now and you know It doesn't seem yeah. so, which I, I'm confused in that in that side too. And this is the part that really pisses me off about like Brandon or whatever his real name is doing what he did. It's just like you kind of mess up the storyline for everybody else because like you were like outside of um 
what you might call it, Kevin, you were Emmett type. Emmett looked up to you as well. Like mm-hmm. I felt like Emmett was like, you know, Brandon is this upstanding guy. He he has like a vision of what he wants. I'm gonna work with him. We're both gonna make money, but I'm gonna learn from him. And it's just like that's why I liked Brandon's storyline so much. But it's just it annoys me that Brandon, the real person, whatever his name is in real life. Let me look. Couldn't like just keep himself in check. Yeah, it's almost like he's the glue for everybody, or he's the centerpiece, because he's connected to all these characters in some significant way. Right. And now that he's the missing piece out of the puzzle, they're trying to, you know, connect the dots somewhere, somehow, with these other characters by getting a different storyline. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I really- so Emmett found out, finds out about Lala's character. Her character name is um, Dom. Dom. And she's a cook who is like low-key, I want to go to her house and eat. Yeah, I was like, at first when she was cooking, I was like, why Why did, Why she look like she can't really cook good? She look, She don't have that chef you pizzazz. Think so? The way how she was moving, using like like putting the food preparing the food like maybe because it was in slow motion a little bit I just felt like I was the like nails, her nails were throwing me yeah that, that that's what I mean like seeing that I'm like I'm like how's she holding the stuff like that because I, I, I'm just... not saying chef don't okay first of all most chefs don't keep long nails mm-hmm. most chefs and even when they do they wear gloves yeah. when they're cooking and if and secondly Another thing, if they do, they normally don't make their nails that long. Yeah. So when the slow motion made me focus on her fingers, I was just like, Yeah, that's what I was looking at too. Who in production didn't catch this? I I was just, I I think I can remember. Wasn't it like a white with like rainbow? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm like. When she was cutting, when she was cutting the, um, the peppers, and I was like, who in production can catch it? Because if even if your nails are long and you don't, you can't hold it like that, you put your knuckles mm-hmm. on it. To- That's what I was about to say. Like you're supposed- That's how you're supposed to cut. Because you're going to lose fingers. You're going to lose fingers. I was like, you're supposed to, you know, punch in your fingers. She not have this chef possessed. She don't got the the chef's, how, how would you say? The technique. The je ne sais quoi. Yeah, she don't have that, but the food is. I guess it don't matter because we we know there's a lot of people out there that don't follow the traditional way of doing things, and they're still great at it. Because homeboy looked like that food hit his soul. No, it just looks like a fight. I'm not gonna lie. Whoever is the real chef behind that, that food looks like it hits. <laughs> Yeah, every time when they took a bite, and I was like, "Can I?" I was like, "Why am I watched it, watching this right now?" And I'm hungry because when we walked in, when we um came in the house and you saw all of the people in her living room eating, I was just like, "Nah, mm-hmm. this this food looks like it it hits." Okay, and it's always them little spots. It's them spots that always have the best. Not them big establishments. It's them little when I was quaint in college, spots. When I was in college, there was this um. There was this restaurant in Florida. And I think if my if one of my friends listens to this, she's going to know what restaurant I'm talking about. I think it's called Five Sisters. Girl. And and the, and the restaurant was in the cut. Like, it was not near school. We had to, like, drive maybe, I want to say 20 to 30 minutes 
but college was such a long time ago. I can't. I don't hold me to that. But their chicken, their fried chicken, girl. <laughs> and their fried chicken was so good. I already know. Oh. So, like, you're right. It's always, like, these little, like, mom and pop spots that just be like, yo, this food is next level. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who is the real chef behind that. But whoever that is, y'all need to pat yourself on the back. Because that food look right. It, it look right. Um, but but I, 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 like, I like Emmett's, um, he has that business mindset. Mentality. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that he needs he needs the right push or the right people. And I felt like, like you're saying, like with Brandon, it would have worked. So it's like now he has to find somebody else to carry out that vision. Because mm-hmm. what he was saying, I was like, he's really, you know, fi- tapping into the market. Because he was like, you know, if we were open at this time, this is these are the people we're going to attract. Girl, so which would still make a lot of money. So. That one was like, I'm trying to sleep. I don't know how I understand. <laughs> like, listen, I'm cooking all day. Girl, you got kids? I was about to say, girl, you got kids? Because this man got four. <laughs> right. And you that has to be his motivation. He has so many kids. He's like, I have to make this money. I literally you think so? Because he, I don't think so. I think it's a part of it. Like, I, he was acting like, a, well, before, he because he they put him on child support when the other baby mom put him on child support and was showing the checks mm-hmm. and the rest of them was like wait she's getting child support and that's when it started a whole beef because he was really a deadbeat and that's yeah. why his mom that's why his mom was like she got hard on him and was like listen I'm moving out you need to you need to find like be a man like you got three kids what she says like what and dude out here walking like he fly with the freshest shoes on all the time. It's Question always Because from season one, how old you think Emmett is? Because for me, I felt like Emmett wasn't like, he probably just graduated high school. Yeah, I think so. He's probably like 19, 20, not, probably like 20, 21 maybe. So he's definitely started them kids when he was in school. <laughs> Like, and then my thing too is, if you're what, how old are you if you if he was dating Keisha? You asking me? Because I'm looking at it too. Like he was complaining about her dating the the track coach, but if if you're old, how how much older are you from her too? Because it's kind of like the same situation, right? So that's why I'm like, how old are you? Yeah, that's always been a question for me with him since season one because I was always thrown off. Like, Grant, I can tell you're not in high school, but I can tell that you you literally kind of just graduated and you already have, like, three, four kids, which is wild. Yeah. But you know how some of these dudes are. They overlap relationships. So he probably was with Tiffany and somebody else at the same time. Look, Little Wayne got three baby moms and all of them is the same age. So True. But it's, like it's you saw the way he was looking at Dom while she was cooking. I was like, man, if you don't stop, he is about to mess kid. that up. I was like, he's not mess, mess it up. But she looked like she she will let him hit it. <laughs> she will let him hit it if when the time is right. Because she's trying to hold out, like you know, you can't do. You're not gonna really get the opportunity. But girl, to only eat them food there. <laughs> In them late nights, <laughs> right? Y'all working after hours. Everybody else asleep. Like you, we all know what goes down at two, three a.m. in the morning. So let's stop playing. 
He gonna mess up his situation again with his baby mom. Right. <sighs> Poor Emmett. And- like, Emmett really does just think with his penis. Like, he really does. He, If it doesn't have money, if it's not money, everything is just, just like, whatever. Every time when I see him on Instagram, too, like, I always, people still talk about him like it. Like it's the real person, like his character. They always talk about Emmett with your three kids. I'm like, leave the man alone. You know what? <laughs> That's what happens when you play a character so well. Like it, it when when you leave the set, it kind of comes with you. Mm-hmm. And he, I feel like he plays Emmett so well. So even if I would see him in person in real life, I'd be like, don't you got kids to go attend? To? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy's like a singer. Right. I keep forgetting like dancer. And he sings real well. Like, mm-hmm. he sings really well. So, he's well, a, that's he's, what he's a triple I, threat. I didn't know of him. Like, I've seen him in other things, but I I knew him as a singer first before before an actor. Mm-hmm. And there was another there was another movie I think I watched with him in it when he was like a magician, like he was trying to be a magician or something like Lord. that. But it wasn't it wasn't too bad, but um, but then when I saw him in this, I was like, oh, th- I'm glad that he's getting like you know a consistent role. Yeah, it's nice to see people who you've seen in like here there just trying to get work, but when you see them in something like a a consistent job, like a a, a show that has seasons among, upon seasons, and they're there, it's just like okay, all your hard work has paid off. Mm-hmm. So I like that too. Um, so Trig and girl Ima- is it Imani? Yes. Yeah. What did you think about that? But I been, didn't I tell you she was trans. I I I had a feeling she was trans. But my thing is like, why why did he have to be that type of dude? Those guys that are confused about who they are and they want to project their aggression and their anger on other people that are freely expressing themselves mm-hmm. granted like the guy was really coming on strong at the bar but like he was saying if you know you're not comfortable coming to these places why come you're gonna get hit on it's just like for us as females too you go to certain places, dudes are going to hit on you. If you don't want to get hit on, don't go. But at the same time, you have, you should have the right to refuse somebody coming on to you without them being so pushy. Right. So he, he, he deserved that punch or that shove or whatever. But I don't just, think he did. I feel like, you know, me saying this, people gonna be like, nah, nah, nah. But I was just like, at the end of the day, regardless of who you are, when I, when I told you, I don't want to talk to you. I'm done. Like exactly. I'm done talking. And, he came with somebody, right? So he was with his girl. He was with Imani. So granted, you didn't see him with his girl when they walked in or whatever. But let's say let's say he wasn't even trying to be like, you know, pretend like he's not gay or anything like that. He's just like, yo, no, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm good. He him knowing like I have a whole I have my whole date here who's in the bathroom or whatever. And you're still trying to like tell me who I am or what I'm. I'm just trying to be like, no, I'm good. I have a whole person with me. What would I look like if I said yes? Let's sit and let's talk and let's let's kick. No. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like you're saying, he didn't see that, so he's just thinking that's him deflecting, 
and trying to avoid talking to him but it's like it's like why are you still coming on so strong I said no leave me alone if I say no I mean no you don't need to push harder but that's typical niggas like and I'm just looking at it, it like it really don't matter what sex they're attracted to it's the same type of behavior because they do it to fem- men like heterosexual males do the same thing to females too and then when you, when you refuse them they start calling you a bitch or you a hoe or you think you better than people so it's just, it's the same dynamic so that's why I was just like leave him alone but but like the girl is like his girlfriend was saying it's like you can't love me and then not love who they are because it's it's pretty much the same thing and it just reminds me of pose like we keep going back to this show but it reminds me of pose because I, I i remember that scene with electra and her boyfriend yes who and, she went to the hotel with yeah and he was telling her that you know i don't want you to do the the sex change and she was so adamant on doing it because she wanted to do it for herself yeah and it's like they they were saying like they like he was like if I want to be with a woman I could go be with a woman I don't need to be with um like you don't need to change those parts of it it's like they like the allure of who they are with the but not the fact that they come with certain features or parts or whatever so it's like it's like that to me because he kept saying like you look but you look like a girl and that's all that matters but it, it comes with layers there's other things to it so you have to accept that person whole yeah for who so and they, and they come with these other issues too like within the community so you can't just be like oh she's a girl and i'm a guy and that's it so i'm not gay bro like he was really pissing me off i was like why do they have to have him play this character but this is stuff that goes on all because you time. like him and you don't want to be mad at him <laughs> <laughs> I love he do. <laughs> I've always loved him. <laughs> but it's but I was like, you know what? This is stuff that happens in real life. There's a lot right. of dudes out there that are like that. So I get it. They need to, you know, shed some light on that and educate people on things like this. When she was giving him a lineup, I was just like, I need somebody to give me a lineup. <laughs> like, can I find somebody to give me a lineup and love me at the same time? <laughs> When when she was like, you take it, she's like, get just be going, you taking me out. And he's like, what's the occasion? She's like, I'm the occasion. I was like, yes, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, So he finally went to talk to his brother. You feel like it's a setup? Do you think it's a setup? I hope not, because I really wanted Jake to not just push him away altogether. Granted, I don't know you. I don't know you from day one and you can tell when Trig was saying you know I used to take you and your badass friends to Six Flags every summer and you could see that Jake was like like he remembered it Mm -hmm. and it triggered something for him so when he asked him like do you want me to leave and he was and he thought about it I'm like please Jake don't have one of your hardcore moments of like nigga I don't need you and be gone I'm good I live with Duda and blah 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 because we all see that Duda is crazy because Duda almost smacked him up for walking his house with his sneakers (laughs) When I told you about walking in your gym shoes on my hardwood floor, I said, this, I said, you see what I'm talking about with these side part niggas? You don't mess with them. Mind you, you mind you, he had his own shoes on. So I was confused. I was like, but dude, you got shoes on too. That's his crib. That's Italian leather. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Those are nice house shoes. Girl, those are not house shoes. <laughs> She's like, get your life. That's not house shoes. <laughs> so I was glad when Jake like kind of softened and was like, nah, you don't have to leave. Because nah, at the end of the day, I do feel like Trigger's gonna have to come save him because we saw the little crazy part of Duda, like, you know, if he's gonna get that upset about shoes, granted, my mom gets that upset about you walking in the house with shoes on. So I get it. I think he's just a no nonsense person and he has and he's a person of principle. And it's like I don't need to be telling you the same thing over and over again. That's 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 that type of I get that, but, that you, I get you, but we also know he is crazy. I know he's crazy. No, we I get that, but it's but like I'm saying, like I can see why he was getting aggravated because it's almost like when you're when you're in that role or you or you're at that in that position, you don't want people to feel like you're soft. But wasn't the or, guy he was talking to who was sitting out had his shoes on? Listen, I don't know. So whatever is good for the geese is good for the gander. Why are you making? Why are you mad? Because I have shoes on, but your man's over here but got his shoes on. It, it, I think it's more like you have to fear the person. He wants him to be afraid of him. Yeah. He wants to be in control. He wants to let him know that I'm in charge. So that's a part of like his scare tactics. But I don't know why I feel like it's the setup, because when he asked him, you know. He said, oh, your brother was looking for you. He was like, oh, I thought he was dead. He was like, no, he's alive. And he was like, oh, he's dead to me. Like, I'm just like, are you just putting up a front because you're scared of him and you don't want him to think that you really would want to go back to your brother? Or are you and him now having a conversation to kind of set it up? Because he really didn't have to tell him right, the way how he told him. So I just feel like it's a setup. But Because he, Jake didn't know his brother was back at all. Yeah. So, yeah you're right I feel like I do also feel like it might kind of have a setup but at the same time I hope it's not and mm-hmm. that Jake that Trig will like end up really getting Jake back because he don't need to be around Duda and he don't want to be he, he don't even want to be there either like in the city at all because he said like Chicago like you know this town it's like it's like a cancer like it just snatches people up so right. it's like he just wants to get his brother and leave i mean which we saw in the first episode like you know people are not and look he's just gone and it seems like this season they're stealing girls so but you know one thing I, but you know one thing i've noticed about this show is that the writing is so good that you would think when scenes would be violent or come out a certain way, it it really don't turn out that way. Maybe because I'm so used to watching all these gangster shows. <laughs> like it's like you know, if somebody gonna step to you a certain type of way, you're gonna kill them. Or you're gonna you're gonna do some type of, you know, some type of scare tactic mm-hmm. to make them know like you the boss, you in charge or whatever. So it's like I I'm always expecting that in certain scenes and it don't happen that way. It always plays out differently. So Maybe how I'm looking at it is really not how they wrote that whole, like, you know, they're panning out whatever situation between the two brothers. It's probably not going to be the way, like, in a violent way and more of a sentimental way. I can only hope because Jake really doesn't have anyone left and I kind of have a soft spot for him. I mean, your brother is dead. Your mom is a crackhead. Like... God knows where your father is, obviously, nowhere around. So I do hope that 
him and Trig can get on good terms where he trusts Trig enough with, you know, taking care of him. But you know, even though J- Jake acts like he is tough, he's mad. Kevin, really, Kevin is really the tough one now. Kevin right. got the juice. Kevin no, got the juice. Kevin stepped up to the man and I'm like, I'm afraid. I was like, Kevin, hear me. I was like, Kevin, this man is holding a whole gun to your forehead. Kevin. The whole time I seen that scene, all I thought about is in is that scene in the juice when the guy was like, "Now nah, you got the juice," and this dude was just looking at him like, "You just, you just dumb." Like, what are you talking about? It's that that's how I looked at Kevin when he said that. He really toughened up, but it's because he saw some real shit. Yeah. He, the rest of them, they they talk. Pa- Papa ain't seen but- nothing. Papa, <laughs> Papa's so innocent. Papa hasn't seen that. But, like, Kevin has actually seen people get killed. Yeah, like, so it's like, I can understand why he's forced to toughen up. And that's why I keep saying, like, I hope this don't turn out like The Wire. Because it's always, like, the ones that you least expected, they turn. And the ones that you think are going to be the bad ones are the ones that, like, end up being good in the end. So... Kevin, stay out of the streets, go to your little prep school, you know, come out and get into a good college college, and get the hell out of Chicago. That's all I can say. Right. I agree. Um, this season seems solid. I just don't want anything crazy to happen to, to the You girl. think she's in the house? Nah, I don't think she's in the house. I think she actually got kidnapped. Well, I, in my mind, I'm like, did they like try to sex traffic her or something? Probably. Because she's talking to some dude from like a gang. And we don't know how long she's been talking to him. True. Um, so we don't know what type of, what type of, how he getting his money. <laughs> I never, well, it could be new because I was like, I've never gotten any sentiment like that with them. So mm-hmm. I hope that's not the case. But like, Although the friend is upset at her, but I don't think she would just stop texting her friends when their friends was like, "I haven't talked to her." Because it looked like they had a con- they looked like they had a conversation up until she was about to leave. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I really hope she's okay. Because I think I seen I saw scenes with her up up and coming, unless they're like flashbacks. But I saw like a scene where like where she was running like in the track clothes. So I'm just like I don't know. I hope I hope nothing happened to her. It's kind of ironic. Like she's the she runs track, but now like she like they casting her as a runaway or you know because remember when the cop came, he was like, oh that happened to my daughter, and I was just like, oh no, she's gone, she's gone, gone. And she I'm didn't like, say that happened to her daughter. She said, "She said I, that's not my daughter." And she was like, "Trust me." Like she was like, "I thought my daughter wasn't like that too." And no, then, no, no, no. When um she thought like when they brought up the boyfriend, like the new boyfriend, she was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. she's probably with the new guy." And she was mm-hmm. like, "My daughter's not like that." And she was like, "Oh, you know, I thought the same thing about my daughter." But at the same time, no one understood that she actually got kidnapped. It had nothing to do with the boyfriend. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and I loved how they was trying to show like. Kevin kind of always got her in trouble and this time he thought he was trying to save her and I was like in my head I was like Kevin this is not the time to think you're saving her you actually need to talk up but I, but I feel like even if he, I feel like if he is to even tell his mom and them about it it's gonna escalate into something bigger 
tell her about tell them about what like tell them that they think she's with a a guy from from the gang you know you know how parents are they're gonna i get that but i'm saying like he thinks at one point he was trying to like see if he can find her himself and mm-hmm. even if he knew about the boyfriend, he could have been like, oh, I'm not trying to get in trouble. But for us, we knew, like, no, it it's bigger than the boyfriend. She's actually gone, gone. So I, I, while that scene where the cop was asking and the mm-hmm. mom was like, you know, speak up. I was like, no, this is not the time to think you're helping her. You actually need to say something. Because oh, like, okay. granted before, because remember in the flashback scene, with them in the back seat when he oh my god he actually took her um, birth control i was just like bro you just messed up her whole pill that's what i was about to say i was like boy that whole package is done for chuck it uh, that hurt my heart <laughs> it wasn't even mine i was just like especially if it's a fresh one. Oh, uh, so when in that car scene when she was like you're always getting me in trouble and then flash forward to the present where he's like trying to like see if he can find her himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, you think you're trying to do a good thing, but no, like she's actually in bigger trouble than you think. You actually need to talk up. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I ho- I really hope they find her and intact. Right. Because she's gonna be traumatized big time and she's really going to need to go to um where she said she want to go Purdue Purdue yeah and Cali yo what if she staged this too I hope not girl don't tell me that because I, because I it's, it's, it's almost like she's not even like happy that she's leaving she needs to be there's no reason for her to stay in Chicago because that place like they say it eats people she needs to go but when Emmett was trying to like you know be real with her she wasn't trying to hear it so it's almost like she really don't care i really feel like because she says she don't really care about drag so you never know listen a lot of people don't care about certain things but they use it to get out the situation that they're in listen no she's not thinking like that she's not but i'm gonna need her to start thinking like that maybe hopefully this is not stage and this is a wake-up call right and i hope it's real because if this is a stage i will fight her through the screen (laughs) She's never going to go outside. I will fight her through the screen. Oh, you don't watch, you don't, you never watch Snowfall, right? I started it. I haven't finished. I, well, please finish. I've gotten, I haven't gotten past episode three in season one. Cause it's, cause it kind of reminds me of something like that. Like one of the, one of the characters in this show. She, 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 but she was on her way out. She was on her way out about to go to Spellman and got caught up. Oh, that crack. You know when you hit it one time, man. <laughs> your whole life is. I'm sorry. Gambles. Not even to be on like going like a sidetrack conversation, but I don't know if anybody else was like this when they were in college. That like you just knew there were certain things you wouldn't do when you went to school. And for me, it's like you could not pay me to get drugs unless you snuck it in something. There was mm-hmm. no way you can be like, hey, here, take this. I would look at you like you lost your mind. <laughs> like there, you could, you could not forced me to take like it was I knew for a fact like you're not going to catch me taking ecstasy coke like it wasn't happening it literally wasn't happening I've, I've always had that fear that I will do one hit and it will change me forever so exactly. 
knowing my luck too. Exactly, knowing my luck that I can, you can never get me to do it. You would have to sneak it in something. You have to throw it in a drink, something. But for me to do it willingly, never. Drinking, on the other hand, that I wasn't. You know, I was doing me. But you couldn't. You couldn't really get me to take drugs. You couldn't. So for me, it's just like. It was just enough. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. And obviously, I made it out of college in one piece. Ow. Do we know that? We don't know who you was before. I made it back in one piece. Trust me. Don't know. Whatever. Girl, bye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when we going on this picnic... I'm just going to do little things here and there. And whenever that time comes, I'm just going to be like, okay. Right. <laughs> what y'all got to do? Like I said, backyard in the parks. That's it. First of all, I'm way too busy to even want to do other stuff. But it's just crazy how I haven't had the opportunity to see my friends. be As in the sense of, like, mm-hmm. of course, I've talked to them. We've FaceTimed. But we haven't had the opportunity to actually spend time together. Because, like, you know, for me, on a yearly basis, summer starts for us in April because my best friend's birthday is in April. And then we use her birthday Mm -hmm. to kind of kick off our summer. You know, we go to brunch, we do a day party. Although last year, I went to a day party and I was like, this is my last because I just felt really old. (laughs) I saw way too many young people and I was like, "Mm -mm, I've grown out this scene. But, um... Yeah, we normally use that as a kickoff to our summer. And I'm not saying we do anything extravagant or anything like that. It's just that we always spend time together, you know, on a weekly basis. Somebody's sending a text like, oh, this happy hour is going on or whatever. Oh, spontaneous brunch or like, like, oh, girls night or whatever. Like, I'm just so used to summers like that, that us not having that this summer it's just like wow like I really haven't gotten that opportunity to really spend quality time with my friends and see them like actually in person close up and it's it's really weird and it kind of shows me like yo I do as much as I consider myself a loner I do miss that closeness and that inter and that and that interaction with them yeah I know what you mean because it's it's almost like I was saying to myself, it's one thing to do these outdoor spaces, but there's something about having like those small intimate spaces too that are nice and you could have like a, a group of people and not worry about wearing a mask and having a having like fluid conversations. Cause it's like I feel like every time now I'm talking to someone, I'm like, <laughs> what? What did you say? <laughs> And it's like I heard somebody say, it's like wearing a mask now all of a sudden, it's right. like I can't hear. Like, <laughs> and do you see that thing where you take it off to hear? Like, I, I'm taking it off my face to hear. Yeah. Like, my mask is not covering my ears, it's covering my mouth, but I have to like pull it to hear. But I feel like, I, I feel like a lot of people were reading lips more and than they were, were actually listening to me. So I say. actually have a talent in being able to read lips. Um, so if mm-hmm. I can't hear you, I can majority of what I'm getting from you is from reading lips. And I and I think where I honed in my um ability to read lips is in church. Um 
especially with my best friend, uh, we will be in church and like her mom will say something off the choir and I will know exactly what she's saying. And I'll, and I'll be like, girl, your mama said this, this, and this. Or somebody will be across the room and I'm like, oh, they're saying this, this, and this. I, I'm really good at reading lips. So now, especially in the work that I do, it's just like, oh my God, I can't. So even if I can't hear them, I normally could rely on me looking at their lips and seeing what they're saying. And I'm just like, oh, I don't have any of that. Like, I really can't. I'm struggling. Um, I just nodded. No, girl, I can't just nod and go. I have to get. I have to get the actual information. I can't. Because now I'm just now I'm just because even like just a while ago, I was having a conversation with someone and she lives in a mask too, and she got an accent, bro. Like, bro. Which what I heard, I was like, huh? I was like, come. I was like, come again, because cause I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I said yeah, yeah to like brush it off, and then she was like. She was like I, re- repeating when I, she was like, wait, wait, like that's really what you did? And I was like, wait, I was like, huh? I was like, no, repeat what you just said. <laughs> Cause I was like, nah, I was like, I can't do this. I was just like, I really can't. Like, I'm dying for the day when we don't have to wear a mask anymore, other than to be honest, work. I don't think that day is really coming anytime soon. Cause the way I see people outside, they, they really look reckless. And I'm not trying to just be out there in close proximity without having a, a mask with me or having it on. So, but yeah, I, I think that's for me what I miss the most in the summer, the closeness that I have with my friends. And, and, and to believe it or not, like I would be the person if they're going out like, guys, I can't, I got to bow out. I have work in the morning. I can't really do this tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then girl don't mm-hmm me. And then <laughs> I'm just remembering. I'm just remember, you know what? All I'm saying is there was plenty of opportunity to have done several activities prior to COVID, but somebody always wanted to be like, oh, I'm setting up for the summer. I'm waiting for the summer. I can't. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, summer. Huh? Okay. All them times I said, let's go for Girl, some seafood, bro. Don't say that. No. We can no. pick it up. City Island, no. you can pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm I pretty wanted sure to sit in the doing curbside pickup. So if you want to go and let that be our picnic, we can definitely do that. I was. I seen some people at some picnics with some with some seafood boils, like dead ass. I think I seen somebody actually go to the boil and get like we exactly. Like a bag. We can definitely do that. So, so don't act like we can't even get some seafood. We can make that a thing. I don't want to be on damn grass. I want to be around a table. <laughs> oh. But it could, we could still do it, though. I ain't got a problem with it. I miss those, those, those clams. The Is it clams or the oysters? Yes, the oysters. Jesus. Stop talking. <laughs> Move, Move on. on. We're about to end the Break podcast. We're about to end this episode. But, um, yeah, I do. I miss the closeness in that. And I think. And even with same thing with family, I haven't really seen my extended family. The only person people I've seen is literally my mom and my brother. I haven't seen the rest. I, I've seen my aunt in passing, and that's it. So it's kind of crazy. And mm-hmm. then Fourth of July is coming. Um, I'm not gonna be doing my traditional Fourth of July that I normally do because one, I have same thing with a lot of people, and two, I have other responsibilities I have to kind of take care of as well so it was just like 
I always go upstate with my best friend and we always um have fourth of July with her family and stuff. And then we always leave the family and go down to the um to the waterfront and do adult mm-hmm. things and then come back. <laughs> some things. Some things. Um and, and then come back. So I don't I doubt that's really gonna be happening this year, but I mean it is what it is. But like hopefully like as a next year, 2021, please come correct. Please, I'm begging you. But it's literally the life that we're living in now and we just have to adjust and pivot and try to make the best of it. Cause there's really nothing else you can do. True. Better be right. Safe and sorry. I'd rather be safe than sorry. I'd rather be able to say like I live to see the next year. I'm not gonna be going out reckless and just be in a crowd full of people. I don't I, I really don't understand how people feel safe being in a crowd full of people and no one's wearing a mask. I'm just like, y'all think y'all y'all in, invincible, but you know what? To each their own. They want to test their own test their own strength, test the waters. Fine. I'm gonna be over here watching y'all. You know what? And and people, people, please stop telling me to come to your small <laughs> events. And then when I show up. It's 500 niggas outside. They be lying. <laughs> I'll be like, what part of this is a small event? <laughs> like, it'd be mad people outside. Like, I remember, when was it, last weekend? They were like, it's a small First event. Of all, I if it's a Caribbean person, we know they don't know the definition of what small means. So you should have known better. They said it was small. And when I looked at the videos prior to going, it was a, a few, it was a select few. When I pulled up on the block, mind you, they live on a cul-de-sac block. There was no parking, girl. I had to park about five houses down. Just to roll up. Just to walk up. And I was like, I, I was like, I'll be in the front on the lawn. Bring that last to the front, please, because I'm not joking. <laughs> But but most of the people were like in small right. groups, like all over. So they were pro- they were properly social distancing. So, but still, don't invite me to no event with fifty niggas because that we not you know practicing the protocols to socially distance safely. Mm, anyway, I just heard a firework, and on that <laughs> note. We're going to end this episode because you know how they don't know how to act around where I am. It's about to be a whole light show mm-hmm. and I'm over it. We should go play Kanye. Goodbye. Kanye see? <laughs> Goodbye. Guys, it's been great. It's been wonderful. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>